2: are listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right,
1: go Brady. Yep. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh. <laughs> uh. Come on.
1: Is that Mike McDaniel?
4: Yeah. Uh, that's you, actually.
1: Oh. Uh. How's Mike McDaniel sound? Uh. <laughs> well, Jonas uh, It is two pros at a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning We appreciate you doing so We're going to take you all the way up to the end of the hour 9am Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific and we do it all live, live. from the TireRack.com StudiosTireRack.com We'll help you get there and un selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over ten thousand recommended installers tire rack.com the way tire buying should be i mean what do you mean you know i feel like brady quinn and i have done a much better job promoting we are over the past few days i feel like we've done a much better job. i feel
4: like that was a button moment but uh we can't do it today but that's all right you know
1: the, well this this is my so, point okay what what's your point we were trying to say if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers picking at the top of the second round, yep. You're either trading away that pick yeah, or you're yeah. going with Joey Porter
3: Jr. Joey Porter Jr. I mean, how Maybe.
1: crazy is that? How
4: cool of a story is that?
3: I mean, that's what we that's what we said was going to yes. happen. Yeah. And and you were saying, "No, they, they might should take, take a quarterback. quarterback. I
4: didn't say they should. I said that was what was being discussed.
3: Yeah, you said don't be surprised. Yeah,
4: and I and I put that out there because one Jay Glazer, I'm gonna just call it out. Like Jay said it, so I was just repeating it. I'm not gonna own that. Are you sure
3: that they didn't? Say, he didn't say cornerback? because like there's so many times someone says, "Oh, he's a quarterback." I'm
4: no, like, no. He said quarterback. If, he cornerback? said if Hendon Hooker was still there, he was there at round two let alone will levis that they would think about taking him with their pick that's what he
1: said now you know what you did get right though what you, s- you said will levis should leave the draft after slipping out of the first round yes and he did good He failed. Yeah. come on man he should have stuck it out same suit same everything same bo make it awkward I mean, for everybody else
4: he's a good looking kid his family, his siblings are good-looking
1: siblings.
3: Is anyone else good-looking around him?
4: His <laughs> girlfriend is good-looking. Yep. Everything is. was just good-looking. The only thing that was a bad look was he didn't get his name called. Uh, that, that, was, oh, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Otherwise, everything was on point. Though. Oh, yeah. Even <clears> mom looked <throat> good. Like, everybody's just good. It's just a good-looking family, man. <laughs> God bless the Will Levis and the Levis family and the yeah. Levis girlfriend. <laughs> Shouts so out to y'all. And
1: now they're going to Nashville, oh, and there's a lot God, of good-looking
4: people man. in Nashville too. I
3: love Lavar.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of good people, good-looking people in Nashville.
3: Everybody good-looking around him.
4: Um, it's just he was good-looking. Yeah. You was didn't like,
3: mind looking at him. I didn't
4: mind looking at them being on the camera, not getting drafted. And they kept showing them, and then it was a new good looking sibling <laughs> or a new good looking person. And it just started, the numbers started to rack up and tally up. And I was like, how many good looking sisters you, does he I have?
3: Mean, you couldn't stand up. You were so ex- excited. I won't that say long.
4: that. It, it got that that you know critical or that, that I did not get that involved Um, but I will say I mean <coughs> just at a glance oh, it was man. like wow like every time they show Will it's like Will's a good looking dude like he is like he's a fine young man um, and then they just kept showing fine young ladies that were sitting with him and, and most of them looked like him that All was right. the weird thing so let's see if you guys can
1: guess this alright I want to see if you have how-
4: one the only way I was able to tell her apart was her hair was darker than the rest of them. That was the only thing that kind of separated them. Yeah, is like darker hair, but you know it is what it is. So
1: I just typed she in a duddy. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely not a dud <laughs> at all. No. But I just typed in Will Levis into Google. Okay, huh. what would you guess is the first thing Girlfriend. that popped? Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. Uh, so there's uh, there's there's a lot of horny people out there that just want to know who was Will Levis sitting with, apparently, uh, at the NFL draft. And that's ridiculous. I uh, mean, it's,
4: that's, it's, po- that's it's, preposterous. The, the it thing. is ridiculous, yes. LaVar. Yes, I think it's I mean, ridiculous. Yeah.
3: It's absolutely ridiculous. That
4: shouldn't be ridiculous. the first thing you want to know. The no. first thing you should want to know is how does Will feel still yeah. sitting here waiting to get wow. drafted?
3: What's the second thing, LaVar? Uh,
4: how good looking the people were around him. Yeah. <laughs> and who are they (laughs) and how old are they that'll work there you go that will work there you go not for me you know not not for me i just think for anybody who's eligible yeah and out there i mean why not want success you know you are the company that you keep and you know these people were sitting at the nfl draft which means that there's some success success connected to them absolutely yeah i mean
3: you do tend to not realize when you're in that position, like or, – or just even being in the spotlight, like the ancillary things that come from that. Like I remember just planning the Fiesta Bowl and my sister's half Jersey and how much run that got. Oh, I'm sure. We're like people to this day will still come up and they'll be like, hey, I remember seeing – AJ's sister with that half cut jersey on you guys still <laughs> married and I'm like no that was my and sister because it was bummed. my sister right. and <laughs> yes they're married yeah. like no one even got the story straight the only thing they remembered about it's the half jersey mm. and I was like it's so I mean even the draft like sitting on there for a while I was with I had my high school sweetheart with her with me And, like, that was what, like, people would would talk about or Google search or whatever. I mean, the tough part about it is, in in some ways, like, you're prepared for the spotlight and everything that comes with it as an athlete, especially when you played at a big university or you're, you know, in the spotlight from high school to college, college to the NFL, but the people around you aren't. And, obviously, the the Internet (laughs) can be a crazy place. So I, I think that's the toughest part is, you know, it's not the tough part for Will. Will Will's in a great scenario now. He goes to the Tennessee Titans. He doesn't have to rush to go play. They've got Tannenhill there. They've got a, a, a team that can run the football. He doesn't have to do it all with his arm. Um, and, and by the way, it's close to where he played college ball, right? That, that always plays a little bit of a factor, too, being in a familiar surroundings or somewhat. But it, it's like everyone else are, are the ones that aren't prepared for that and for that transition, for that moment, what comes along with it. Like, that's the toughest part of all of it. But I'm just glad so many people enjoyed, you know, <laughs> watching the draft this week. Oh, well, it is entertaining. I talked
4: to my kids about that, too. I told both my sons. What, what I said, Will Levis's girlfriend? No. Uh-huh. I mean, they they have very so – They probably very, already knew, didn't they? They, have they, super, they probably came to
3: you they are like, Daddy, what's happening here?
4: I mean, they have super attractive sisters. Gia Daddy. So, that's her name? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a Penn Stater, too, by the way. Is she? Look it up. Well, look What's up. her
3: NIL status going on yeah.
4: there? I don't know. She was, She might have been an athlete. I don't know. But I, I'm pretty certain she's a Penn Stater. Um, but, yeah, I was telling my, my sons, I was like, man, could you imagine being good enough to go in the first round where you're at the draft and we're sitting at the draft? I said, from mom on all, all the way down. I said you got to figure for man that'll be six years so the baby will be 14 by then so she'll be pretty pretty big almost the, the age of of the, the the middle child right now but they're all really good looking like six foot built well nice features i said golly, i said the only ugly dude there would be me but uh, you know yeah penn stater we are yeah i told you yeah. man Yeah, we do it all right. We do all right uh, up in State College, man. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely are. Yeah. LeVar Islands, bro. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Get you some LeVar Islands at 210. You know, go party at chance with my boy DJ Richter. Richter, Richter, Richter. What up, Richter? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we get it in. Yeah. We definitely get it in, and it, some really good-looking people. Yeah, in state college. Well, good for Will. Well, is. now the world knows that you know we're not the best-kept secret anymore. So, all the recruits out there—if you were wondering if you should go to the middle of the state because it's not uh, it's not Pittsburgh or or Philly, or you want to go somewhere else where it may be warmer—I mean, you know. They're really good looking people it's, it's in central central uh Pennsylvania as well, you know. Definitely are. Yeah, there you go. Proof right here. That that is proof. A lot of proof. I mean that's that's, that. that's that's pr- that's proof. Who's she with there? That's interesting. <laughs> Will Levis. Uh no, not there. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: That, Let's see. That's not Let's Will.
4: See. Who is that? I don't know. That uh who is that? Yeah, it's Oh uh, well yeah. at least it's uh not a competitor. No, uh, no, 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 It's no. not a competitor. No, definitely not a competitor. Yeah. It's, uh, it's but, more of a comrade.
1: Uh, oh. Okay. A
4: constituent. Did
1: you hear uh, Mike
4: Vrabel? Uh, with the same outlining.
1: They asked Mike Vrabel. curvature. <laughs> same curvature. <laughs> Uh, they asked They asked Mike Grable, oh, they said, so what does this mean oh, for oh, the quarterback room? Oh, did they room? really? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not, about, they really? Uh, not about that. But oh, okay. They asked right. Rabel, Just making sure
4: we change subjects <laughs> They're, like, they're huh. like,
1: what does this mean for the quarterback room? And he said, Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starter, Malik Willis is going to be the backup, and Will Levis is going to be the third quarterback on Monday. And that's how we're going to do it every day. Uh, they're going to basically take it day by day. It feels like there could be an opportunity for Will Levis if he shines that he that he could get that job. Like it feels like if Will Levis performs well, we saw this happen. Remember when the Eagles traded away Sam Bradford? They brought in Carson Wentz, and there was an injury, I believe, in Minnesota, and they traded away Sam Bradford. I just wonder if it gets to the point to where Tennessee looks at this and says, we're kind of in a rebuilding spot. It feels like we've done gone as far as we can with Ryan Tannehill, and in that division, which everybody feels like Jacksonville is, is the runaway favorite right now based on what they did last year, I just wonder if we're going to see Will Levis sooner rather than later. In comparison to where he may have gone somewhere else in the draft towards the end of the first round, seems like there's a lot worse situations and scenarios for Will Levis and going to Tennessee with Gia Duddy, assuming <laughs> she goes with.
3: I, I don't see it. I, I think if Tannehill's Hill's there, unless they moved on from him or something, um, he, he's the guy. You know, he kind of went through this last year with Malik Willis. Malik Willis got drafted, there's a bunch of hype around him. Uh, even though I think a lot of people who watched this tape knew that he was going to need some time to develop. And, you know, they put him in and play and clearly he's not ready yet. And it's probably one of the reasons why the Titans went with Will Levis when they took him there. Because they feel like he's probably got a better shot of, of being the guy after Ryan Tannenhill. But th- this to me is more of a battle between Will Levis and Malik Willis uh, for the backup spot. And then Ryan Tannenhill is going to be the starter. I just... he. He's got such a better foundation of, you know, knowledge, experience, you know, his his timing, anticipation within the offense, all those things. And you talk to people, you know, last year who going into like training camp, preseason, all that, they're like, you, you just, you, you can't, re- you can't replicate that. If you don't have that experience in the NFL, it's hard to replicate, especially for the coaching staff, the ease of, of being able to have a guy that's, you know, been there, done that. You're not worrying about him walking in the huddle and giving the right play call you know as as much as that sounds like oversimplified for people out there when you've got a rookie quarterback you're worried about that you know you're giving him the call on his helmet and he's repeating it, and it's not anything he's done before because they, they don't you don't do that at the college level, and so a lot of times you're making sure he's just getting people lined up he knows where people are supposed to be. It is an entirely new process <clears throat> for a lot of guys walking into the league so uh, I'm not saying Will Levis can't handle that, or he won't be ready at some point. But to me, it's it's Tannehill, his job, unless they move on from him.
1: What do you I, make I him of Hendon Hooker in Detroit, third round? I
3: mean, he needs time anyway because of his knee. So this is this is one of those where you're going to see Jared Goff for a year, and then after this year, you know, once Hendon Hooker's had the chance to be in the system. Then they'll have to make a decision on where they feel like he's at, and hopefully he can make enough progress through practice and rehab where, you know, maybe he can be on the active roster to back up or he could get some live game reps. But torn ACL nowadays, I mean, they're they're really, I mean, they're pretty patient with it. You know, usually it's it's going to be about ten or twelve months. You know, the, the whole guys coming back in six to seven months, you know, that used to be a, a thought. You know, rushing, rushing guys back, but I think that's also. Uh, led to more, you know, re-injuries or issues with it down the down the road. So there's no reason to rush him back, in my opinion.
1: It's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Will Jonas Levis Knox should the air.
4: Totally like derailed this whole entire segment. By the way. I don't know if it was so much him as it was who he brought with him. His plus one, if you will. Uh, I'll just say, it was Will Leffis is that, that yeah. created You yeah, check your phone in a minute. What
3: were we yeah. supposed to talk about?
4: No, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't serious. know. What uh, uh, well, we're going to, uh, I mean that the nba is thrilled that the golden state warriors eliminated the kings because it sets up a golden state uh la lakers matchup in the next Ooh, round oh gosh so that is that.
3: sexy that is hot
1: yeah so that we've is got like, that to look forward know, to
3: draft plus one hot yeah,
1: yeah i agree I agree. By the way, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right. So, coming up next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, there was a punishment handed out in the NFL and it resulted in the swapping of picks. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up later on about 20 minutes from now, we're going to have another edition of You In or You Out. We've already gotten a, uh, I believe, a little bit of a preview uh, from Lee to lap as to what one of the questions is going to be. So that'll be interesting how we sidestep that topic. But uh, we'll get into that for you again uh, a little over 20 minutes from now. So Jonathan Gannon, who's the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, he's the guy that makes all the weird noises when he meets with his players. Pew. So he just he, he just didn't meet with the media during the draft, just decided, yeah, I'm just not gonna do this. Like he didn't, didn't want to be a part of a yeah, he ghosted
3: them. Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, it's interesting. I mean, it feels like uh, Arizona would want to make nice with the media at this point with some of the other stories that are out there with the Arizona Cardinals. But apparently he did not want to meet with them. And there was a swapping of picks between them and the Philadelphia Eagles. We talked about the Eagles earlier because there were some tampering issues going on. And so now the Philadelphia Eagles and the Arizona Cardinals ended up swapping, what, third-round picks? And then, what was it, a fifth-round pick next year, I believe, was the total compensation. But it, it's it's a bold approach for the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon not wanting to talk with the media during the NFL draft. It's kind of interesting how that how the whole thing is playing out there in Arizona.
4: Well, he just, you know, he's just making sure that he sets a tone. You know, just making sure people know that, you know, he's coming for them.
1: What tone is that? We're going to be the worst team in the league?
4: Yeah, well, that's what you think.
1: He's got another thing coming for you. They're going to be picking number one overall next year. <laughs> They're going to be so bad. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are going to be so bad. Ooh. They're going to be everybody's second bye week in that division. Jeez, mm, They're terrible.
3: I mean, it's an NFL team. we just they're, – they're like, what, two years removed now from being a playoff team? It's I like, know, but just, – Let's just, you know, let's see how things work out. I, I think it had to more, do more with the fact that they didn't want to draw light to just all of it. You know, the fact that, I mean, they were what, essentially tampering, right? I and mean, that, that's how this all came about. That yeah. was what, like, flew under the radar. Was it Friday that, that, that this came out?
1: Yeah. It can. And, and so he didn't speak with them. And this was because remember when we were in Arizona, they still hadn't hired their head coach because the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. So what was going on? So when he was in town, uh, they were already having conversations about him taking the job. Like because remember Albert Breer was even saying that it feels like it's down to a couple of guys and that they're waiting on the Eagles to finish up their Super Bowl obligations and then then they're going to make a decision. So I I just I don't know when this whole tampering stuff actually took place, but it ended up swapping picks. But yeah, it just feels like this is going to go. This is a prelude towards an awful season for the Arizona Cardinals is where (laughs) this feels like it's going to go. Just saying, man, I don't know any team in the NFL I can think of who who I'm less optimistic of this upcoming season than the Cardinals.
3: Well, it doesn't sound like they're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. At least that was like, you know, kind of the word coming out after the draft. But who knows? Maybe they just haven't got the offer they want. And this is that time, too, I think, when you're an NFL team and you go into the draft, you've got some needs that you're trying to address. But the reality is the draft is how you're going to build your roster. And and a lot of times the the meat, right? After the first round, you get to like in between the buns, if you will, as far as the substance of your roster because that's the – and I'll just put it this way – that's the cheap labor. That's going to allow you, especially if you're a really good team that's got a quarterback uh, under contract under like a bigger quarterback contract that allows you to build the rest of your roster and kind of build out around that quarterback. But you're not always expecting those guys to you know, come in right away and start and play. There's a number of teams like I've kind of I, I look through their all their picks. I was just looking at the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how many of those guys are going to be able to break in and start right away you know for for some of them it might be the case especially the two tight ends they drafted but outside of that i mean it uh, maybe the, the kicker they took in i think the 6th round i mean a lot of those guys going to be adding depth and eventually developing to to become the starting player that they're looking for so <clears throat> that's that's going to kind of more of where I, I think you know when you're looking at uh looking at where we're at now in the nfl off season all those veteran guys, like a Frank Clark, for example, who is a proven edge rusher, in particular in the playoffs, or DeAndre Hopkins, who's under contract, but there was some rumors he might get traded. All that heats right back up. Because there's a lot of teams that if they didn't get a guy in the first round or two that they had a high grade on, they feel like can be a, a, you know impact starter right away. Now they're going to go right back to that veteran group. And they're going to add those guys onto the roster. And it may even be after they evaluate some of these young guys through OTAs and minicamp. And so they might get a feel in the summertime, and they might say, hey, we drafted these guys. We thought they would be able to come in right away and pick these things up and be ready for us come training camp preseason. But we need to bring in a veteran. That happens all the time. And so that's the, the, kind of the part of the season we're at. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with Arizona. They, they might be more in a rebuild uh, mode at this point. But
1: Zeke Elliott's another one of those guys still waiting yeah, around. There's,
3: there's a lot of names. Like I mean, Jadavion Clowney's out there as a free agent. Kareem there, Hunt. A, yeah, there's a number of, of names of free agents who are out there that will get signed, and, and for some of those guys, they're like, "Yeah, I'm not going through OTAs and minicamp. You know, I'll come in for training camp, but there's no point to risk my you know self going out there and playing and getting injured at this point. Like I, I'd rather them you know then be able to make a decision, say, I know they need me now. That's why they're bringing me in for training camp."
1: Hmm. What would you do? Would you sign Zeke if you're Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones is, by the way, still saying that the ship hasn't sailed on, on bringing Zeke back. Yeah, I mean, if
4: you can get him at the price tag that you want him for. I mean, I think he serves a purpose. He could be a short yardage uh, down back. It's just a matter of what, what he wants to do. I think he's more valuable there than probably he'd be anywhere else. But if he did go somewhere else for the right price tag, you're getting, uh, to me, a situational down back. And that situational downback and Ezekiel Elliott is, I think, where he is in his career now. He's still effective in getting some good, good hard yardage, short yardage situations, and he's good in pass pro. He he does a, gr- a great job, a, a very solid job of how he handles things and uh, pass pass protection. So, I mean, you would get a you would get value. And, and having them on your team. But but just sign just, with Philly
1: and get it over with.
4: Like, if that's where this is going to go, if, if Zeke's going to sign with Philly. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they took uh, a pretty good – Why would he sign with good, Philly? Why not? traded
3: for a Swift.
4: I know, but Philly's
1: signing everybody. So, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they brought I,
4: I in mean, DeMarco Murray. They can't Murray. sign
3: everyone. I mean,
4: uh, they brought in DeMarco Murray when they still had a pretty good – who who was the – was it Corey Buckholder? Who was there when they, they brought They've got Swift.
3: They've got Gainwell. They, they kept yeah. Boston Scott. They just, didn't they sign Rashad Penny, too? I mean, that's
4: – That's a lot. They're not they all Still have Trey
3: Sermon and Kennedy Brooks on the roster. It's a lot of running backs. I don't, I don't see that.
4: Yeah. No. I mean, but just while you add it, just go ahead and sign him. Well, mm-hmm. he didn't go to that's Georgia. Just that's just The problem. Well, yeah. Had he
3: gone
1: to Georgia, that would have been another, uh, another guy they would add it onto the list. But yeah, so we're gonna see. Maybe they'll uh, sign
4: Herschel. You know, he's still in shape. Herschel Walker. Yeah, he didn't win the election, so you know he got a little time on his hands. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs>
1: Maybe he does. Any werewolves or vampires. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, we are brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app bet? today and use code 2PROS for a special offer when you sign up. That's code 2PROS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, so We're going to have another edition of You In or You Out coming up here shortly, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Eddie Garcia is in.
0: Alright, thanks Jonas. We'll start with NBA playoff action. We had a game seven and a game one. The Warriors go to Sacramento, beat the Kings 120-100. to Golden State led by Steph Curry's career playoff high, 50 points. Most points ever scored in a Game 7 NBA playoff history. Kevon Looney pulled down 21 rebounds to help out. Golden State takes the series four games to three. They'll face the Lakers in round number two of the Western Conference playoffs. The Heat beat the Knicks in New York 108-101 in their second round opener. Jimmy Butler 25 points to lead Miami, although he did suffer an ankle injury in the fourth quarter. His status for Game 2 unknown. Miami finished the regular season just three games over 500. They were the Eight seed that needed to win in the play-in to make it in the playoffs. They're now 5-1 and one so far this postseason. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, a pair of Game 7s. Panthers beat the Bruins in Boston 4-3 in overtime on a Carter Verhage goal in sudden death. Florida takes that series four games to three. They'll face Toronto in the second round. For Boston, they had an NHL regular season record for wins and points this season. They were 43 points better than Florida. They blew a 3-1 series lead and they were up with one minute to play in regulation in this one. But then Florida tied and then won it in overtime. Kraken beat the Avalanche in Denver 2-1. to one. Oliver Bjorkstrand scored both Seattle goals. Goaltender Philip Grubauer 33 saves in net to beat his old team. Seattle takes the series four games to three. They'll face Dallas in round number two for Colorado. The defending Stanley Cup champs are out in round one. They've now lost six straight game sevens. In baseball games of note, we had the Rangers roll over the Yankees 15-2. to two. Josh Young, a Grand Slam homer, drove in five for Texas, the AL West leaders. The top team in the AL Central is the Twins. They beat the Royals 8-4 to four behind Sonny Gray, who improved a 4-0 with the win on the mound. Orioles won their 6th straight series, beating the Tigers 5-3. It was the Dodgers wrapping up a three-game series sweep of the Cardinals with a 6-3 win. Marlins sweep the Cubs with a 4-3 victory, and the Padres down the Giants 6-2. That was the second game of a two-game set played in Mexico City. Both won by San Diego. Now back to Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox on the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studio. Jeez, Eddie, you're really rubbing it into the Boston Bruins. I mean, it's already been a difficult morning, and
1: you just feel like you keep uh, like hammering in the the point, yeah, that well, they lost. you know,
0: kind of is historic loss. So you know, you got to report the
1: news. I know, but I mean, just like you feel like you're just like over and over again. You're just pounding on them. It's like they, they've had enough. I mean, stop the fight
0: already. Oh, no, <laughs> they stopped the fight. Oh, they're, they're knocked out. KO. That's over. No, I, I, you
3: don't know this, but I actually paid uh, Eddie off a little bit for this. Oh, uh, just because I've got in-laws who are big uh, Boston <sighs> Bruins fans. Well, so.
1: I, I feel like uh, they've taken enough punishment on this show. So now it's time for the progressive play of the day.
2: Along the near boards, Bennett finds it to the circle for Hagee, shot top shelf, he scores! Carter Verhagee, top shelf, and the Panthers win it over time! The Panthers stun the Bruins in Boston, and the Panthers are moving on to round two! Carter Verhagee, the Panthers have won it over time! 4-3 the
4: final, the Panthers take game seven, and they're
1: Panthers Radio I, Network on the call. Did he take a breath? Did that guy? Take I, I don't a
3: think so. Did, if, if anyone was watching, though, did you see when they scored with, with the empty net under a minute or about a minute left yes. in the third period? That entire place went silent.
1: Like the, the, you would have thought they lost. Like that it was,
3: was it. like it was like there was one big punch that hit everyone in this in the gut and it just knocked the wind out of them. I you mean, know, you could literally hear the air deflate from that place.
1: You know what I was thinking? If Boston wins that game, if the Bruins win that game last night, I think they would have won the Stanley Cup because I think that would have been the big hurdle they got past the hiccups early on, and now they were going to move uh, on.
3: I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you how another, you know, NHL player like feels. I mean, I, I obviously, you know, talking to other guys that, that are playing, you know, they, that's how they felt. Like if, if Boston was knocked out, the Stanley Cup was up for grabs. But if Boston made it through, they'd for sure be the, the favorite moving forward to kind of building that momentum through the playoffs. So God, what a disaster, man. What a disaster. I mean, well, that's the thing. Are, are, are we saying that it is? A, I mean, a, is it the Bruins that lost it or are you going to give any credit to the Panthers for winning it?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I'll give some credit to the Panthers. I mean, I know they're your Florida Panthers. They're your uh, the Pride of Sunrise. I'm just Sunrise. asking
3: because it seems like we always have to pick sides whenever there's, you know, a, a 3-1 lead and a, a team gives it up. It's like, oh, you know, what a, you know, you know, it was the Bruins blowing it. It's like, I don't know. Maybe the Kiats maybe the, maybe the just found a way to win. <laughs> the, ki- the
1: cats. The uh, cats. What do they call it? What, what was the, uh, the Winnipeg uh, blue shirts, blue sweaters? No, that was for the
3: Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, They're called the uh, Manitoba Sweater Coats. Manic- sweater, sweater Coats. coats. Okay. The Sweater Coats.
1: Very good. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. And by the way, that was the Progressive Play of the Day. Progressive makes things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800 Progressive and that call was courtesy of the Panthers radio network. So uh so that was a fun game to watch. We had, we had three game 7s and all the road teams won. How about that? It's crazy. How about they just going on the road? And you know, for everybody that was uh, mocking the Golden State Warriors and their eleven and thirty road record this season, uh, they won two games on the road. But it felt like that series took a turn when De'Aaron Fox's finger broke. Once that started to go in that direction, it felt like you know Sacramento was kind of up against it. Yeah, so they were. Now we're, we'll were. we're going to get Golden State. We're going to get the Lakers in round two. Laker fans really excited about it. Dylan Brooks, by the way, was fined for not yeah. speaking with the media again. Well, good for him. I mean, for getting fined. Why should you be fined for not speaking
4: to the media? Well, you should be fined because you spoke to the media when it was still <laughs> speaking to <laughs> yeah. to be spoken to the media, okay. and then you chose not to speak to the media when it wasn't good time to be speaking to the media. So take that fine.
1: Yeah, I'm just but, saying. Yeah, but when he did speak with the media, he gave him so much that that should make up for the fact that he didn't give him anything the other times around. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like he went way above and beyond. He called out LeBron it, James. For it being wasn't old. a good look.
3: It was a bad look. You you can't talk that talk and then when things don't work out, not not face the music. That, that's the reality of it.
1: My guy. Can, can I ask Brooks. this
3: question though? Do you feel like with, with all these home teams losing, as a fan base, do fans take more of like, oh man? Like, we were a part of it. Like, we're supposed to be that that extra player, right? That extra advantage of home ice or home court advantage. Right. We didn't do it. And they should be held accountable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, at some point, like, like, it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you got all these road teams winning. I mean, some of those fan bases, like, they're probably walking in thinking, like, feeling like the players. Like, man. We thought we had it. (laughs) thought we had it. Yeah, that was on us. I mean, maybe it was just one too many beers where you got a little quiet, you know, there at certain periods of time, weren't creating enough noise and disruption.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm tired of the players getting all the blame and the coaches. They (laughs) should be held accountable. Right, like the the Patriots, that was neutral site, that was a Super Bowl. So them losing to the Giants, whatever it happens, a little, but, a little different. Yeah, everybody in Boston, <laughs> in Colorado, except for Jack Johnson, because uh, yeah. he was playing injured, so he gets uh, you know, he gets a pass. Well, on we're theirs. just
3: talking about the fans here. though. we're not even talking about the players. Yeah. The players. We we obviously know they're going to be upset, and they realize their impact on it. I'm just saying, does, does the home crowd realize their impact? When they, when you have a monumental loss like this,
1: I think every home crowd yesterday in those game sevens, uh, players and fans should all be held accountable, except for Jack Johnson. That's the way I feel about I, it. I, I, again, okay, that's how I feel about it. I think he's exonerated from from any guilt when it comes to all this. That's my guy, Jack Lovar, Johnson. Would you like to weigh in on any of this? No. Him and I golf together, no, no. Jack
4: Johnson. No, uh,
1: big golf. I guys would like together. to
4: meet Jack though, but no, I don't want no to weigh in on any of this. A good yeah, guy. well any guy that's gonna have some marinara <laughs> sauce on on the autograph and and put d-bag on there and says, I, I want to meet him
3: well he might have been coached into some of that um yeah. if i'm not mistaken too when, when when
1: dab a little
4: bit right
3: there yeah when he when, when he came to when you came to the golf out and you golf with him yeah i'm pretty sure they were moving that day and, and you said your and sister so, was pissed at him oh she was so mad because he got hammered he was so hammered and he went back and obviously like couldn't really do much yeah so my, my sister was mad at him. She was mad at me, but she wouldn't admit it.
1: <laughs> I remember you said, you're like, yeah, my sister's pissed. I was like, why? He's yeah. like, yeah, Jack was only supposed to be here for a beer. And it was like Four 7:30. hours later, and, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like getting dark out, and he was just now leaving. Uh, yeah, it was fun, though. The old blue yeah, it jacket. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. It is a daily tradition. It's another edition of You In or You Out is and yours right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great song this is. Come on. Whoa, whoa. Oh, mercy, mercy me. Oh, oh. things ain't what they used to be. No. <laughs>
0: Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: What's wrong with you? <laughs> the uh, things they post on social media these days, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar
1: Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. If you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We'll be back on the air coming up tomorrow. Same time, same place. 6 a.m. Eastern Time. 3 o'clock Pacific. And before we get to another edition of You In or You Out as we close up shortly, here on a Monday. want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
2: This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know If they're in. Yeah, please. Or if they're out. All right, lead the lap. What do we got? Guys, happy May Day to you. It's May 1st, which also marks National Black Barbershop Appreciation Day. Oh, my gosh. Very important. Brady
3: and
1: I got this. Oh,
3: my.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm
3: I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's go over this again. What is today?
2: It is National Black Barbershop Appreciation Day. So,
3: what? The the question is, are you in or
1: are you out? You wouldn't get it, man. Brady and I got this. All right. I'm going to sit this (laughs) one. Out. I'm gonna set this one out. Let's see can, where y'all can I go ask with this. this.
3: Why is it specific to barbers? And black barbers. Like, I, I don't get it.
4: <laughs> I don't get it. But I wanna hear how y'all respond to this. Well, are y'all well, in or first are y'all out?
3: Okay. Is so Is it
4: is or is it not?
3: I was gonna address the first thing, the fact that it's Mayday. So I remember when I was out with the Seattle Seahawks, this is a decade ago, but they, like, people would trash downtown seattle and i'm like what's going on they're like yeah it's like may day it's like an anarchy day or something and they would like be smashing windows all this stuff in downtown seattle all because it was may 1st i'm like is this i don't remember this going on anywhere else why i I don't know (laughs) i'm just saying like look it up it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen and i I remember like seeing like the nordstrom store which i believe their flagship store is in seattle that's where Hmm. it's all started up and I'm like, why would you? I'm like, out on May Day. Yeah, but I do not I'm, really I'm, I'm
4: in on the Brothers Barbers, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's great. I'm
4: in yeah, on Brothers I, Barbers.
3: I don't need my haircut, though. So if I, like, don't go today, am I not supporting? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's what I don't... I don't get it. By the
1: way, uh, Rob Parker owns a barbershop in Detroit. Does he really? Yes, really? he does. Oh. So, yeah, I'm in, Lee. My guy, Rob Parker. Shouts out to Rob Parker.
2: Stop job, it! Rob.
3: Absolutely. It's also phone-in sick day. We know Roberto's in on that, seeing as
1: oh. he's out on the show.
2: Wow. On, are these
3: actual national days you, are you making this up? No, they actually are. Made, made who first? makes this up? Like, who decides in, what then? national day it is today? Well, it's a number of people. I could give
1: you a. Is, is that, that a holiday? Yeah. I, who makes these lists up? It well, it varies. It. Uh, I think the. I was reading up on the National uh, Black Barbershop Day, and it's oh been around goodness. since well, the. Well, that's 40s. a home game for you. Why Lee?
4: is that CK so hard for you? Well, it's it's been around oh, since reading up the on forties. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a home
1: game, for Lee. <laughs>
3: He's headed on, to one Lee. right from here. Yes,
1: he is. Did, Lee, it's been around since the 40s? <laughs> I think That's where his so. HOAPs go. Uh, <laughs> 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 hold on, I have the history <laughs> here. You, you know, you know, well
3: history. <laughs> why,
1: why are we just hearing about this?
4: <laughs> Lee wanted to put this out there for so long. Yeah, come
2: on, Lee. I, I wasn't going to do it, but we jumped on it I, I in the wasn't break, so. do it. <laughs> uh, I wasn't, wasn't going
4: to anyway, do it. Anyway, moving
2: it's, on. Because it is May Day, it's also Dustin May, Bobblehead Day at Dodger Stadium. Do you guys show up
1: early for Bobblehead? heads in or out no, on that. I don't get although,
3: it. Although, I went to a Marlins game yesterday, and they gave us these, like, bucket hats, these tie-dye bucket hats. Those are cool. Yeah, my, my kids love them. They're actually reversible, although at, at one point, they were, like, filling their hat full of peanuts, so I, that, I mean, I, I ended up holding all the hats at the end, just trying not to lose them, because that's the thing, is... My kids, in particular, my my three girls, they will go berserk on me if I lost one of those hats. Even though they're probably never going to wear them again, Hmm. it's like that odd thing with kids when they just they hold something so near and dear to their heart, yet they don't really use it or play with it that much.
1: Hmm. I don't get the bobblehead thing. Like I remember starting lineups when we were kids. Starting lineups are cool, but I don't get bobbleheads. And those are people will will buy those and then resell them on eBay. For ridiculous prices. They'll just mark them up and resell them. (laughs) They even do limbo, some of those bobbleheads, based on some video surveillance we just got. (laughs) Let me try cleaning the hedges. I'm in on that limbo. (laughs) Are you? If if
4: that bobblehead has anything to do with that limbo stick, I'm I'm in on that. (laughs) It's a weird spot for an (laughs) armpit. (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, unshaved armpit, Man. by the way.
3: Is that back? <laughs> Is, Is that back? Is that back? I know it used to be a thing. Is that coming back around too? I don't know. I'm just saying. Just asking the question. <laughs> I mean, can I not ask the question? Yes, he can.
4: Okay. I think I think maybe Willow Smith. I mean, am, it back am I misinformed?
3: Was that never a thing? Look at like like your text to,
4: message, man. Look at your to be text a thing, message. Right? No, it was a thing. They they call it what, the tree hugging situation I don't know. was was that was the you know I'm just
3: saying, so is so is it back again?
4: I don't know, it's man. sitting on Don King's but, shoulders. But, Oh, no, his Jonas went to the armpit, but it wasn't, it wasn't an armpit. No, his
3: last comment yeah. might have been the best. Yeah, Sitting on Don shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that right? I from? don't know. I you don't didn't know. make that up. So dumb. Oh, man. You didn't make that up. Hey, I- did, you,
4: did you see the video? What is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs>